Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have me, Sacred Stone. <laughs> oh, this new crazy mother. Hey, what's up, monkeys? Monkey Dan here, and welcome to the Live Wild or Die podcast. Got a little quickie episode here. I want to talk about biohacking. Had some thoughts on that and want to explore that topic a little bit. But before we dive in, just want to give a shout out to the Monkey Facebook group, Monkey Family Facebook group I just came across. Really stoked to see that. It's just, it's cool to see the just monkeys gathering on their own, talking about training, talking about lifestyle, philosophy, all that stuff. So right on. And I'm really stoked to join the conversation. And I hope you guys enjoy these thoughts on biohacking and the monkey mindset. So here we go. What's up, monkeys? Monkey Dan here, and welcome to the Live Wild or Die podcast. On this episode, I'm going to unveil the ultimate biohack. Are you ready for it? Hard work. And this episode was inspired by, I was listening to another podcast, Walking to Work the other day, and the host referred to someone as a biohacker. And it was the first time I'd really had a negative reaction to that term biohacker, which I've heard, you know, for years now. And I just want to explore why I had that reaction. And really, I think the reason why is because to me, biohacker implies shortcut, magic pill, silver bullet, basically any term that's synonymous with shortcut or easy. And I think Especially in the fitness, health, and wellness side of your life, the only thing that's really going to work in the long term is hard work. And I think the number one thing involved in hard work is consistency. And that's all about is do you have the discipline to be consistent every day? And I think a lot of people kind of get confused with hard work in the sense of that you need to go do these epic workouts every day and finish in a pool of sweat and just totally beat down every single day. And that's not at all what I'm advocating for. What I'm advocating is the discipline and the mindset to be consistent every day, because ultimately you can never make up a day you miss that day is gone. That time is gone. Time is a non renewable resource. So I think the most important thing is, to be consistent and it's the reason why it's hard work is because the discipline that's needed to be consistent is hard. So number one, consistency. Number two is you need to plan. You need to plan your consistency. You need to plan your hard work. And so I think there's working hard and there's also working smart. And kind of, as I just alluded to, if you go so hard every day or you're training inappropriately for where you're at, you're not going to be able to adapt to that stress, that stimulus. So we want, we want to think of ourselves as anti-fragile systems. So anti-fragile being the inputs that are inserted into that system or the stress applied to that system makes the body stronger, right? We're anti-fragile exercise is a stress you do exercise, you're temporarily weaker, but then the body super compensates and then you're ultimately stronger. And if you do that over the long term, that's where we get these 
really amazing results and outcomes. And again, it's that incremental consistency over time. Okay. Number three, falling under hard work is purpose. And I have two questions for that fall under purposes. Do you believe yourself and do your actions have meaning and do your believe yourself? I, it's a little bit of a abstract concept, but what I think kind of, I think the best way to interpret it is one, are your goals realistic? Is your motivation realistic? Are you doing the hard work for the right reasons? And do you believe in those reasons? And then secondly, are do your actions have meaning? And that, I think that's a little more self-explanatory, but you need to believe in the reason why you're training or eating well or walking to work or drinking less or getting better sleep or whatever it is, meditating, whatever it is you're doing to improve your health, your fitness and where well-being, you need to believe in it. Because ultimately that purpose is going to keep you showing up day after day more so than any sort of motivation or inspiration. It's you got to believe in the purpose or at least you need to have purpose. Number four, intention. Are you committed? And are you playing the long game, long game? So, I think, again, I'm looking at this from like a very macro high level for your long-term health, fitness, and well-being. There was a, I remember seeing a video, a video several years ago. It was Kelly Sturette, Dr. Kelly Sturette, the wild man from the ready state. And he was talking about, it was called the box theory of life. And essentially it's, it's a box. So you draw on a graph or a whiteboard, you draw a vertical line going up, then the line turns and goes straight horizontal and then it drops back down. And what that's representing is the optimal way or the ideal way. I don't think optimal is the right term. The ideal way to live your life from a capability and I guess well-being standpoint. So you're born, the line goes up, you live your life and then you die at the end and it drops right off. So the difference would be the line going up vertically it traveling horizontally and then having this slow sloping tail at the end. And that's kind of like, you know, unfortunately I think there's a lot of people we probably know personally that you see just kind of live the last maybe decade or two or three of their life in this really just slow decline. And I, I think if you're listening to this, that's probably not where you want to end up for yourself. So, box theory of life is thinking long-term and in your hard work is your intention aligned with playing that long game. And so what I mean by that is there's certainly a, and and there's also no judgment behind this because if you want to be like a super high level athlete, you're going to have to make sacrifices and those sacrifices are probably going to affect your health and longevity. And there's no judgment on that. You know, I, I certainly, um, I certainly enjoy and will continue to enjoy things that might be outside the realm of optimal health. But again, it's all about, if you're not enjoying your life, then 
we got to start, we, we need to start the conversation over. But I really, as soon as I heard that box through your life concept, I love that in the sense of maintaining your capability and your work capacity essentially until the end of your life. And there's a documentary I watched recently. I actually backed it on Kickstarter. It's called dirt bag. It's about the, this climber named Fred Becky. He, he is kind of the ultimate and the original dirt bag in the sense of the dude, he just, no one really knows exactly how he did it, but he just could kind of scrape by enough money doing odd jobs or supposedly he had like was a, maybe a savant investor in the stock market. But anyhow, he lived super frugally and essentially he just climbed year round and he lived until his mid nineties and he was climbing almost until the day he died. You know, he, I think it was less than a year. He kind of had a very rapid decline and then, you know, lights out pretty quickly. And that's, you know, I think that's, uh, it's kind of the warriors, the, the monkey warriors way out. You know, I think, I don't think again, anyone wants to be hooked up to tubes and certainly there's circumstances where that are out of your control that, you know, may lead to that situation. But well, if we do these things, we can control and we do them with consistency, planning, purpose, and intention. And then I got to get to the last one. I think we're going to be playing for the long game. Okay. And then the last point, so I had five kind of subheaders to this hard work idea. It's evaluation. So you need to, you need to measure positive progress and it can be subjective as well as objective. The first thing I wrote is how do you feel? You know, if, if you, if you introduce a new protocol program, whatever mindset diet, if you don't feel good, or if, if at least you don't feel better, then you might want to reevaluate what you're doing. And there's certainly things you need to give a little bit of time to adapt to. So I think training is a great example. If you're coming off the couch, it's really hard not to be sore for the first week or two or month. But once you kind of get over that initial hump, things get a lot better very quickly. So I think number one, it's that subject under that evaluation is how do you feel? You should feel good. And the second question is, are you getting better? And that can have objective as well as subjective aspects to it, right? So you can measure, you know, the amount of push-ups you can do, the amount of pull-ups, your mile time your plank, whatever it is, are you getting better? But also it could be your mental state. You know, again, are you feeling good? Are you generally in a better mood? Are your relationships better? There's all these different ways to kind of measure progress. And then the third one is, are you in pain? And this is something I kind of had to look at over the last couple of years where, you know, I, I have a pretty high threshold for pain and training through pain, which isn't necessarily congruent with the long game, right? But, you know, interestingly, I think I read a really interesting paper. This was several years ago now, but it was essentially talking about how the pain signal does not always indicate tissue damage. And essentially what they were talking about is there's an, let's say you have an acute injury, you sprain your ankle. Okay. You have pain. That pain is signaling you to 
not use that ankle so that it can have time to recover and repair and then ultimately adapt. There's a theory, and again, I highlight the word theory, that sometimes when you have an injury, that pain signal can get kind of, it's showing kind of a false positive where you can have an injury that's essentially healed, but for whatever reason, that pain signal is still there. So what's the point I'm trying to get to is you you don't want to be training in a manner where you're consistently in pain. And I think there's a difference between consistent pain and, you know, undulating where maybe, you know, one day, you're feeling really good. You kind of push it a little bit. You're a little bit sore the next day. That's all good. That soreness, I think in small doses, not a problem. I think, I think when it's an everyday chronic thing or, you know, for example, I was trying to work on a one-arm pull-up and my elbow just, I had this heat in my elbow and every, I, it was right at this threshold where I could keep going and if I probably would have taken a week or two off. It would have, you know, resolved itself, but I kept pushing through it. And now it's, uh, I think it'll take a little bit more time. But we need to evaluate what we're doing, and we're, we're not supposed to be in pain all the time. So if you are having pain, you need to really evaluate what is causing that. Is it your training? Is it the way you're standing at your desk for eight hours a day? Is it from your commute? Is it from stress? Is it, you know, what is it? Is it an old injury from high school that you never really addressed? So kind of going back to that initial thought is we're anti-fragile beings. We're anti-fragile biological systems. And the inputs, the stresses that are placed on our biological system, they should make us more robust. They should make us stronger. They should make us more adapted to our environment. And, And unfortunately, there's a lot of resistance in the sense of we're generally in an environment where we can almost eliminate at least physical stress. So you have to seek it out in a way, but pain is something that I know it it keeps a lot of people from moving and it can be a real, um, it can be a stressor in itself. So in, in, uh, in conclusion, are you in pain? Yes or no? If no, awesome. If yes, let's look at the causes of that and see if we can take incremental steps or even, you know, maybe it's just one, one big step, one easy thing you could remove from your life. Maybe you're in a toxic relationship. Maybe you're eating McDonald's every day. I don't know, but we shouldn't be in pain. So what are we going to do? We're going to work hard. We're going to be consistent we're going to plan. We're going to find purpose. We're going to have intention and we're going to evaluate and make sure we're making positive progress. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. See you guys out there and monkey on. Monkey on.